Hello, everybody. Welcome to another talk. Just as a reminder, we are uh, streaming on the YouTube channel. And uh, for members, and um, I will likely get back to streaming live uh, soon, but uh, uh, to, to everybody in the world, I guess, or anybody who follows my channel. Uh, but, uh, kind of get kind of back to that, but, um, right now streaming Primas daily on the member area. And also we have, um, a podcast version that I'm recording as this is, uh, streamed live. So, um, All right, so uh, let's get started. Maybe a little warning from uh, YouTube, but um, I think everything's okay. All right, so um, I wanna talk today about um, George Garzon. Uh, we talked a little bit about him last week, I think. Uh, talked about the um, um, triad so I'm, I'm um, looking over uh, his his materials and he's, he's got a book out I, I, I tried to find it I mentioned the other um, week that um, that um, I was gonna link the uh, video but um, actually or he has a DVD so actually maybe I should link that um, that I did find, but um, I didn't find the actual book, so I'm um, not sure what's going on with that. I'll have to check into that, but um, anyway, just kind of going through uh, the material and everything, and um, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about one aspect of it, which was the um, uh, random chromatic approach. Um, and, Kind of making sense of it. I've got to go back and and uh, listen to some of his talks, um, but right now I've been uh, checking out the um, written materials. Um, but I've got um, this set up here, so um, let's, I want to just kind of talk a little bit about uh, what he talks about with the random chromatic approach. So I've got um, the a guitar neck here kind of set up um, to view. So I'm going to switch over to that view. Um, and I'm going to keep everything very podcast friendly, so um, hopefully everything will make sense. All right. So um, let's go over the basic principles that he talks about. He has two. Uh, it says, constructed melodic lines must stay within an interval of a major third. Um, so, you know, I was thinking kind of originally, uh, reading that, that maybe that third would be included, but I'm starting to get the idea that um, he's talking about within a third, not including the third. So something I need to clarify, but... Um, so it really kind of gets at um, something that's a little interesting, I, I think, um, you know, as as guitarists, you know, we 
we oftentimes have these um, shapes that we move through, whether they're you know, like a pentatonic. Right. So we might not actually be thinking as much about the intervals that that we're playing. I don't know, you have to let me know how you process it. But so when we go through a pentatonic scale, you know, we're playing so minor third, whole step, whole step, whole step, whole step. Right? And we're actually playing a set of notes and they do have an interval um, defined for them. Now when we think about let's see, like intervallic playing or this um, so this random chromatic approach, I would say, kind of falls into that. Um, um, but it's it's a it's a um, it's a more maybe more uh, specific or restricted group of um, of intervals. But the, the what is kind of interesting about about it is that when you consider the direction and the interval. You can really come up with some um, really interesting uh, lines that really quickly break out of anything that's like a pentatonic scale. And keep in mind, what we're talking about here is not to replace a, a scale, a pentatonic scale, or whatever scale, or any other approach. It's just sort of kind of a um, something that you can do in your improvisation that. Um, is a specific like tool or a specific sound or way of speaking um, in a sense. So, so let's take this idea. Let's say we took two intervals. Um, let's say we take a whole step and a half step. So if you play in one direction, let's say, And let's say we're, we're going to alternate because we don't want to play the same interval um, two times in a row in the same direction. Okay, so that's something that he mentions here. So let's say we go whole, half, whole, half, whole, half, whole, half. So we actually do have a scale, so that's like the octatonic scale. Now, but what happens if you start changing direction? Because even though we're thinking about intervals, we're just kind of happening upon upon that in a sense. So if you go whole and then half downward, right, and then whole, half, whole, half, whole, half, then we're really in the chromatic scale, right? Or if you do half, whole, down, and then half up, right, then we're in the chromatic scale. So once you take a, a set of intervals and and you work with direction and you're limiting yourself to intervals you really can move yourself outside of um, any of the let's say conventions of scales and all that because uh, you're not really thinking about a collection of, of tones um, that you're playing out of or like a tonality, um, we're really working within the chromatic scale, 
um, which I guess is still a scale, but um, it's all all of the all of the twelve notes. So let's um, let's look a, look down here a little bit. So um, the idea of the random chromatic approach is to avoid repeated patterns. Pick any note and find the major third above it or below it. Okay. So let's say we so as example C to E. Okay. Within the major third exists five notes. Okay. I think I may have talked about this. So C, D flat, D, E flat, E. Any of these notes may serve as a starting point. Right. So far he has included the E there. Um, the note C has been chosen as the starting point. Okay, so you can choose any of these notes as their starting note. Okay. And then and then um, the next note can be any one of those notes that exists within the major third. So again, I'm a little unclear on whether or not you can choose the E, but so they have a whole step. Since the interval between C and D is a whole step, the next note cannot ascend using a whole step to E. Um, so here we're on a whole new kind of thing. Everything gets reset, I think, once you play your, your next note, then you're moved over to something else. Um, e flat has been chosen as the next note. D flat after that. Notice that the intervals are not the same consecutively. Uh, so I don't want to necessarily read this note for note, word for word, but. But that might be um, just kind of helpful. Um, Okay. So then um let's look at the example. So the what kind of threw me a little bit here is that um, there's no example of a major third in the exam, in the, or there's no instance of an of a major third in the example that I gave. So, um, okay. All right. So we get that. So it's really kind of interesting, you know, to think about um, about this. You you know you might pick. Um, whole and then half. So I think, you know, kind of just getting started and getting maybe familiar, some, I'll throw out some ideas here. So you might, let's say, pick two, two of the intervals, maybe a whole step and a half step. Right? 
and just kind of work those around. So it's already sounding pretty. Um, pretty getting a little outside. Played a, I think I played a major third at the end there. So this can really, I think, break break one out of you know the idea of um, um, playing scales really. So if you're feeling like, well, um, the scales are are working really well, or um, um, and they're just kind of looking for something something else, this is really you know kind of something that I think is pretty valuable. So let's think. So we go up a half step. So and then you know might try some other intervals here just to, and then I might be moving a little bit. And I'm gonna try to really stick with this, but. Um, um, Moving into a, another direction with these um, intervallic sort of improvisation. So let's try. Let's try a couple other intervals. How about um, minor th third and then a whole step? And just hear how that sounds. So it really kind of gets you kind of thinking outside of of, of um, all these shapes and things. And then you know, maybe putting it together a chord in there. And what gets really, you know, interesting, and I'll have to do this a little bit on the um, setup there and um, really explore some of these sounds and things but um, you're really gonna force some inside and outside uh, playing you know Let's check out we did whole steps and minor thirds. How about half steps and, and major thirds? So I did uh, two in a row. So let's let's see what happens with some of the missteps that, that I've made here so far. So, um, so for one, it's just it's just hard to discipline yourself to do a certain interval. So that always kind of indicates to me that it's uh, worth worth pursuing and just trying to um, complete or clear up anything that's vague or um, um, not not um, or not in in uh, 
card in the wheelhouse, so to speak. So um, now another thing is, so why is he saying don't use the same interval all in a row? So, well, here, here we get a triad, and he's already got triads as another um, set of this. So it would kind of make sense not to not to duplicate himself. Right? So if you, two, you do two major thirds in a row, you get that, right? If you do um, two minor thirds, right, you get a, a diminished arpeggio, and that's already the other part in the realm of the other part that, we, that he talked about. Um, let's look at whole steps, so... The thing about the whole steps is you kind of you get locked into something um, as as well. So, well, let's let's we'll, we'll look a little more at other things too. But I said okay. So you get and that that may have to do with what a little bit of what he he, he mentions something about being locked out. Um, so that may be what he's getting at there. Um, so half steps. So. Okay, and not repeating yourself. I think that's that's another point that that he made. So right, if you play all minor thirds, you're putting yourself into a sort of a boundary, right? You're you're not allowing. Uh, you're basically excluding what eight notes, right? Um, Okay, and you're also playing, you know, something that's established there. Um, so saying, also playing uh, two major thirds. You know, whether you play those up or down, you're you're also locking yourself out of nine notes, right? So you're. If you do that interval exclusively, then then you're in the augmented triad. Right. So, like we said with the whole steps, you know whether you go up or down or any any direction, you're with the whole tone scale. So the half steps, I mean, it, we are trying to get at, at chromatic playing. So, um, so, um, but I think the point he's trying to make there is. Um, even though that's the case, um, we may not um, want to kind of repeat ourselves and open it up more, right? So that's kind of the idea. I think there's um, there's really a lot going on um, for this. I think this is really um, pretty um, powerful. So, um, example of combining, so the combining the random triadic and the chromatic approach. He's asking us to take a look at um, the solo on uh, Have You Met Miss Jones. So let's, let's check that out a little bit. Um, all right. So he's combining that that whole approach. We talked a little bit about the random um, or, or triadic approach. So 
Uh, let's see what, what we've got here. Okay, that's certainly triadic. Okay, I've got an F major chord. He's playing uh, the F major triad. Makes sense. Okay, and then, okay, and then he's going down. So he's got a um, third inversion of uh, G flat. Okay, and he gets. What does he have there? Oh, that makes sense. D major. Okay, so we have kind of a, a D major flat nine or F sharp diminished. Okay, so here, let's, let's see, is he thinking about a new triad? He's definitely got um, B flat. B flat, F, and D. Thought that he mentioned that all accidentals are um, cleared out after you play one, but I see a couple of, exam of examples of, of uh, natural signs later on, so. Um, Okay, so there's a moment. This is this is probably working more with the um, uh, random chromatic approach. So got a G to a B flat minor third half step, and then a whole step. That's pretty cool sounding. Okay, so I think that that whole spot is probably what we're looking at looking for. So over G minor, we have uh, okay, and then we get C7. Wow, pretty cool sounding. Um, so, so I think he kind of does a he starts off kind of on a new note because otherwise I think he'd be kind of breaking his own rule. But so on C7, I think he's starting on D. You get whole half. Okay, and then we get a triad. Okay, get um, E flat major triad, and then there. We go. So we're getting more into triads again. So. So here we hear more of what we're talking about. So half, half in opposite direction, whole, half, and then we get into a triad, A flat major triad. So 
So that's, that's some really kind of cool lines. I think it would be fun to, to write some lines based on this. So here, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming he's going with the uh, random chromatic approach. So we have a major third, half step, half step. Well, I don't think you're supposed to do two half steps in a row. It's really kind of cool, you know, how how these lines just sound, you know, the sort of the impression that that you get. You know, that's a it's just really kind of neat, um, not neat, but but really cool content. So, you know, even just going through and, and trying to think about even how all these notes kind of relate to the chords and everything is um, kind of an interesting uh, study on all this. So it gives several examples from different, um, at different uh, for different instruments. So that's pretty cool. I think it's something I'm going to be working on a little bit. Um, there's a little something he does on blues. So it can really, I think, open up um, some ideas and, and all that for uh, for what's going on. All right, everybody, I'm going to do uh, maybe a little bit of playing on the uh, um, maybe, um, maybe just general improvisation. <laughs> Thank you. 
Thanks so much for checking out this uh, video, live stream. Um, let me know what you're interested in, what you'd like me to cover, whether you're checking this out on the live stream or on the member area. And um, I'd be glad to um, see if I can give you my take on it uh, in the videos. Thanks and have a great practice session.